Thank you so much for joining Kingdom Authority. I am your host, Reverend Dancia Jones-Morris, known as Dancia. Listen, today is Biblical Scandal Day with my friend and coach, Coach Tim. I am excited about the fact that we are going to be talking about marriage once again. Yes, you've asked for it, and we're going to continue with this topic. We want you to take authority in your territory when it comes to marriage. Let me tell you something. God has given us many different gifts, and we have to operate with those gifts to serve others, but not only that, to live the life that God wants us to live. So I'm just going to go right into this on today. We're going to just pray, and we're going to bring on Coach Tim with a powerful, powerful lesson, and she's going to answer some of the questions that have been brought forth as well today. So listen, listen closely. Put on your seatbelts because you know she's powerful whenever she comes to the mic. So let's just pray. Father, we thank you. We bless you and we honor you. We thank you for being the God that is more than enough, El Shaddai. And we thank you, oh God, that you are so, so, you're so wonderful. You're so mighty. When I think about your hands and you created us, Father, who are we? And so, Lord, we pray right now that you help us, God, to operate in our gifts so that we do take authority in our territory, that we do influence those in our sphere of influence, Father, that we operate with loving kindness, Father, and compassion. Yet, God, knowing that you are, you are the one that operates everything, God, that you have control of everything. So right now, Father, since you have control, we yield this time to you, Father, and we say thank you for being our creator. Thank you for being our God, our Lord, our Savior. And so, God, you download into Coach Tim what is needed for the people of God that reveal some things, Father, when it comes to this particular topic, Father. And I pray in the name of Jesus that, Lord, you will be magnified, you'll be glorified, and, Father, that you will take her to the uttermost parts of the world, Father, and to speak to others, to bring their purpose to life. It is in the name of Jesus that we are praying. Amen. All right. So let's get started. Let's go ahead and bring on Coach Tim. Coach Tim, I know you're there. I'm here. I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on once again. I promise you I appreciate the platform that you give me um, and just another opportunity to 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 bring forth good word to the world, uh, to the people, really, just things that are life applicable. Um, again, you said we are going to be speaking on marriage. I think that was your topic for last month. And so we're going to slide into December and close it out. Um, talking about Joseph and Mary. I mean, when you talk about a scandal, I look up and find out my fiance is pregnant. I promise you that's a scandal. <laughs> I don't it know is. about nobody else, <laughs> but that's a scandal in my book. <laughs> it is. So I'm just going to yield to you, and then we'll we'll ask some of the questions that have been come have come forth for this particular broadcast. So I'm going to yield to you, and you go ahead and start sharing. Okay, we'll do. Um, so this morning, the topic uh, marriage. You ain't ready. Um, I chose that as a topic because I believe that truly a lot of the times we don't do the work um, as far as the preparation. Uh, scripture wise, if we go to say Matthew one. 18 uh, says his mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph. Um, to be pledged, she was be swathed. They were in preparation. 
it is very, very important that you take the time to prepare yourself for marriage, not just the idea of a wedding. We talked about that um, on our live earlier this week, and so that's what we're going to talk about today. But I'm also going to spin it so that those that are not um, in the mood to talk about marriage or not necessarily at that place in their life, that they can apply this to other things as far as their goals and their dreams moving forward. I think one of the questions um, that we had had was um, what needs to be done as far as preparation. And I think marriage counseling right. is very, very, very important. Um, it's a roadmap. When we talk about our plans and our dreams, we say that you need to put together a business plan. It's kind of what marriage counseling is. It kind of takes you through situations. If this were to come up, how would you handle it? Making sure that you and your spouse-to-be are on the same page. Uh, same thing as far as your dreams and goals. Everybody wants that business. Nobody wants to sit down and do the work and do the business plan. Everybody right. wants the marriage. Nobody wants to go through marriage counseling. So first and foremost, want to just inflict how important it is that you sit down with the person that you are planning on spending the rest of your life with, with someone else in the middle, in between. Um, a licensed counselor, I, I think uh, uh, Arthur Tigney, Apostle Arthur Tigney, he is amazing. So if you are looking for someone, shout out to him. Um, but really just to bring you some situations that will come up later on in your marriage that you may not have, have thought to prepare yourself for. And so what that does is just kind of makes gets you it gets you prepared so that you're on an even playing field. Um, so marriage, you ain't ready, get get in position to get yourself ready. Make sure you've done that um, prior to walking down the aisle. Make sure you've sat down, had the conversations, discussed where you are in certain areas, what your expectations are, what what does not work for you, what marriage means to you. Because know that every marriage has different rules. What works for you in your marriage isn't going to work for me and mine. It doesn't mean that mine is better than yours. It means that me and my husband, what we're doing over here doesn't work for you, and that's okay because you're not in my house. So know that also, that you don't have to uh, – ever feel that your marriage has to conform to somebody else's or somebody else's beliefs or ideas. The only person that's in it is you, your spouse, and God. So as long as the three of y'all are good, y'all are good. Amen? Ms. Dante, I'm going to let you go back in. Um, I didn't want to keep going without uh, going through any questions that you have. I know that we have a couple that I want to make sure that we touched on for today. I love that because um, people say, so the, the biggest thing I think um, what I have learned in marriage is that we tend to go to mama, we tend to go to daddy, go to our girlfriend when situations come up in the marriage and it's because we haven't prepared and we don't understand what marriage really is once we get into it. We have an idea, you know, or we have a fantasy about it, but we don't really understand how to apply that once we get into the marriage, because then we go back into our old habits anyway. And you can do that while you're single. Something happens in your life and you go to all these different people. You really shouldn't go to a whole bunch of different people, but you <laughs> do. But, and we take that into the marriage and marriage is between the husband, the wife and God. It's just that simple. So I, I want to, there's a few things I want to ask. Um, some things that I didn't ask before marriage, but started to understand and went through counseling for. So here, here's one, this is a heavy duty one. Um, 
it's what are you willing to give up? So I, I want to make sure we're we're already in the mode because there's of questions right now. Are you ready for those? Um, okay. I'm ready. Okay, I'm ready. So one was phrased this way um, to ask before marriage, and that's what we're going to talk about um, because Joseph, we know, probably had a concern about Mary being pregnant before, and they hadn't been with each other. <laughs> scandals, scandals. I promise. Scandal. So, Just so said, wait a minute. <laughs> so in reality, should we marry her if she cheated on me while dating? So we know that that was not the case with Mary. Right. Let's make that clear. I want y'all to understand that we know that that is not what happened. That's um, right. But, but obviously that was Joseph's first instinct. I told y'all, he said, wait a minute. That's, that's what my, my scripture says. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, uh, it, uh, infidelity does happen sometimes um, prior to marriage. And if you, um, I think that a couple of things are important. I think it's it's important to understand what happened to, to have an affair um, or there be some type of infidelity in a dating relationship, be it sexual or emotional or, or regardless of the orientation, it's important to sit down and talk about that. A lot of the times, couples sweep things under the rug. They don't want to bring it up. Um, they decide that they're just going to, to move forward and not focus on what happened, how we got there, how do we make sure we don't get there again. Um, what are the preventative measures? What were you feeling at that time? What made you go astray? How do I know you're not going to go astray again? Mm-hmm. Um, I think there needs to be a place of healing um, before you move forward, if you have decided that you um, are you, if you're decided that you're going to hold on to that thing and it's something that you're going to continue to bring up over and over again, you ain't ready. That's right. what we're talking about today. You ain't ready. Um, so there is, it is possible to have a healthy and happy relationship um, after infidelity. It is. It's going to take work, and so you have to know that once you forgive. Um, you're not you're not going to forget. It's a process of being able to move forward to being able to recultivate trust. I love that. So, so, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, you're good. It, that, that just has to make sure that that's part of the process. We can't keep sweeping things under the rug thinking that they're going to go away because things grow out of that. That will destroy the marriage that you don't even have yet. Wow. And it is so, and that brings up a point that we have to ask the question, um, when a conflict arises or when something comes up that could be a conflict of, I don't know, of opinions, conflict of a way of living, conflict conflict of belief systems, Do you got to ask yourselves, do we tend to want to fight or avoid it? Because if one partner wants to fight about it, talk it out, and the other one is just one of those ones that sweeps it under the rug, how do we how do we get through that? Well, first of all, I, th- I think that there needs to be a happy medium. Just because you want to talk about it shouldn't always mean that you want to fight about it. <laughs> right. Um, but knowing that sweeping things under the rug doesn't work because eventually that that rug's just gonna pile up. Right. I mean, you can you can you can only sweep so much stuff under the rug before you start to notice it on the top of the rug. So you might as well go on and let's get let's get rid of the rugs right about now. Um, <laughs> I think it's good to sit down um, and discuss all conflicts to make sure 
all major conflicts. We don't want to nitpick. We don't want to nag. But things that are truly tugging at your heartstrings, you need to sit down and make sure there's a conversation. Open communication is key. There is no such thing as a successful relationship that does not have good communication. If you are not communicating with your spouse, if the two of you are not communicating with God, you ain't ready. Mm. And so, you so just, go ahead. You talked about a place of healing. Um, kind of go into that a little bit more because let's not even go to the extreme of infidelity. Let's go to, um, I didn't really like what you fixed me the other night. <laughs> you know, um, I like how I like how my mother does it. I don't. And this could be the the husband or the wife, and that there's there's hurt that comes from that sometimes from people. So let's talk about the place of healing when it's little stuff that comes up over a period of time. So I think um, empathy empathy is huge. Um, you have to be able to put yourself in the other person's shoes. Um, you have to always speak out of love, speak out of respect. And so um, when you bring something to someone a proper way, when you are communicating properly, things aren't so harsh and the consequences aren't so heavy. Wow. So it's one thing to say, you know, you don't make that like your mama because I'll snap back with the quickest fool. I ain't your mama. <laughs> and so th- now we're not getting anywhere because of the way that it was brought to me. And so maybe my mother has this recipe. Can we try it one day? So it depends on how you bring something across. So if you work on how you say things in the beginning, I told you if we work on this communication, there will be less conflict in the end. has to be good communication between you, your spouse, and God. When Joseph looked up and realized Mary was pregnant, Joseph had to communicate with the Holy Spirit. Right. When Mary looked up and realized Mary was pregnant, Mary had to communicate with the Holy Spirit. So once the two of them was talking to God, then they was able to come together on one accord. Before you take something to your to-be fiancé, make sure that you – and this is at all times, before marriage, while you're dating, this should be with anything, with anyone, right. um, mm-hmm. inside or outside of marriage. Make sure you're checking your spirit to make sure that you're bringing something that is relevant and that you're bringing something that um, you're bringing something in a way that will be heard. Make, yeah, making sure and that's, that. that um, yeah, because it, how we communicate is this extremely important. Um, but pro- actually, and not just marriage, just any relationship, even with your coworkers, with your your um, superiors, your your um, team members, it's just important how we communicate. Negotiation, even in negotiation, how you communicate is important to how if you're going to be successful in that in that situation. And so, why would we treat our coworkers and people at work? and people were trying to go into business with or get something from better than we would our spouse, our mate. It doesn't make sense to me. Right. And we don't think about things like that. Um, there are things that, that you don't think about, things that you don't cover if you don't do marriage counseling. 
And it's one thing to go in just because you were told this is what to do. You have to go in with an open heart, with an open mind, and be really receptive. Because if you go in just for kicks and you're not um, planning on growing from it, there's no point in you going. You ain't ready. Ain't ready. Let's ain't ready. let's go to something else because Joseph now he's thinking, oh, I'm just gonna have this wife, and now he's got this baby coming up. And he probably wasn't financially prepared for that, I wouldn't think. I mean. No. <laughs> Joseph was trying to get a dowry together to cover Mary. <laughs> Told you, wait a minute. <laughs> so, I'm just trying to cover one of y'all. <laughs> now you're going to bring somebody else into the picture? <laughs> is it How important is it to ask about a person's financial goals or, you know, what does that look like? I, I think it's very important. Have to know where you are both financially. What's your credit score, boo? Don't let me find out. <laughs> a year <laughs> in, you and your 400, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Make sure what? these, un, these and sometimes um, awkward conversations, so to speak, make sure that they are had because at the end of the day, once you cross the line, you are one. That credit score just became your credit score. So you right. want to know as much as you can. Be as transparent as possible. When you are sitting down at a place to where you are serious and talking about marriage, it's not the time to front. Absolutely. That's that's a setup for failure. Don't do right. it. And knowing their financial goals, because maybe they don't want a whole bunch of money, or maybe they think getting money means playing um, the mega million every week. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, maybe they, and then didn't you have one that's trying to play the mega million and spilling, spending hundreds of dollars, or maybe just going to um, the casino every weekend. That's how they see themselves as getting money and then the other person is on the grind and trying to think of be creative and you know you got these opposite these polar opposites and then then you're in a crunch you know right one because they're like both they're thinking okay so once we get married this is what they're gonna do this That's not right how that works right 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 and maybe someone doesn't care they're so downtrodden from you know having a hard life financially and they just stop caring because they don't know anything else. So it's important to ask. Why do you think we're so scared to ask somebody their credit score? I think there's a lot of things that we're scared to mention. We're scared to, let's talk about your past infidelities. <laughs> are, right. Are you, have a, <laughs> are you a serial cheater? So there's a lot of things that we just, um, we decide to avoid because we feel like they're personal Look, there ain't nothing more personal than saying I do to somebody. What you say. There ain't nothing more personal than decide that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with you. Mm -mm, I need to know it all. All, all, all. And so um, I, there's so many different aspects um, that that is just important to go over. Um, children. And so we, we talked about how how Joseph didn't didn't realize that when he when he was first engaged to Mary, in his mind, it was just going to be Joseph and Mary. So we know back in those days, it was important to have children. And so we thought that probably was at the top of Joseph's list. But it is, it's important to talk about kids. Where are you? Do you want children? How many children do you want? 
How do you plan on raising them? And so not to say that everything's going to be eye to eye. You're not going to be on the same page from jump. So don't be discouraged when you find out that your spouse is looking for six kids and you're looking for two. Let's come up with a compromise, though. Mm. And so um, it's it's just important to have the discussion so that you at least know where the other person stands to make sure this still works for you. I was um, I was literally probably 22 when I was in a relationship and the topic came up in conversation and found out that my boyfriend was not interested in having kids. Okay, well, this ain't going to work out for us. <laughs> so let's just cut this off now. And right. he was like, wait, what, well, I, maybe later on in life I might. Maybe you will, but maybe you won't. And I can't be mad when five years from now you tell me you still don't want no kids. Right, right. And so that happens a lot too. People tell you what to expect. You choose not to believe them. And oh then you're my. upset later on because you didn't believe the truth that they presented to you. Wow. You ain't ready. So when they when they show you who you they are, you got to believe them. They say that all the time. Yeah, yeah, that's good. They say that all the time. So just to, to slide off the marriage uh, soapbox for a minute for those of you who aren't there, when you show yourself who you are, you need to believe it. Yes. You know you like yeah. nobody else knows you, but sometimes we fake the front so often that we forget who we are in real life. Wow. So make sure that you're preparing yourself, not just for marriage, but for your future. Where is it that you're trying to go? What aspects of life do you struggle in? Where do you need to improve? Make sure that you're doing what needs to be done to improve in those areas. Mm. And so those questions we have to ask even ourselves, you know, we're asking the other person because we're trying to, we're, we're inter basically to me, dating is interviewing um, the other person. We're, right. we're trying to see, do, do they match into what I'm trying to accomplish and, and do I match into what they're trying to accomplish? Whereas many of us are just looking at, I just want to get married, but you're not, you're not, um, for lack of better words, you're not interviewing the person to see. And if you're not consulting God, you're definitely not doing the right thing. I'm just going to tell you that now I'm, from experience. If you haven't consulted God, you're not doing the right thing. So what I was trying to get to actually before I said that is that we're interviewing the other person, but we forget to interview ourselves. Yeah. We forget to find out what we really want and need and can give in the marriage. And then that whole thing, 50-50, that is so not real. <laughs> Because so a lot of times real. it's not 50-50. There's going to be some periods and seasons where you're giving 85% and the other person's giving 15. But can you hang in? Can you hang in after the ceremony? That's what I'm talking about. And the party after the ceremony. Can you hang in there when someone comes up and they have ailments, sickness, disease, and it's lasting eight or nine years? Can you hang in there? And, and so we, we have to interview ourselves and get to know what we want. And those are some things that you talked to me about last year. What do you want? Oh, actually this year, what do you want? What are you going to get out of this? You know? And so if we don't ask ourselves those questions, we could really be the fault before marriage and not even know it. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And so everybody out there looking for a dime, but you looked up and realized you was nickel status. So I'm going to need you to come up. I'm sorry. What? Not, I'm serious. Everybody want a 10. What, what, where are you? 
Yes. If you're not at a level, <laughs> yes. you should be at the level that you're at least expecting to bring in. <laughs> Wow. And so we, we do. We say that all the time. We want, um, as women, I want a man that does this and this and this. But but are you, are you, does that, are you the woman that that man deserves? How about that? Are you the man that that type of woman deserves? Good God, that's awesome. So that's important. You have to, we do, you have to do a lot of self-reflection. Um, you talked about it's not always 50-50. First of all, you should go in expecting to give 100%. That's right. You should go in expecting to give 100% at all times. I might not make the cut, but go in expecting to give 100% that's at right. all times. Because when both parties are given 100%, there's, there's less likely to be a deficit. Mm. If I'm only expecting to do half and you only expecting to do half, if one of us have a bad day at the same time, there's a hope. My goodness. But if if you know what I mean? If if yeah. I got my hundred percent and you you only at twenty five today, we still good. We at one twenty five. <laughs> we at one twenty five, so we doing all right. So it is. It's making sure that you're you're really willing to put forth the effort um, and, and, again, to slide off when it comes to what it is that you're trying to do in your own individual lives. Make sure that you're ready to give 100% of you. Get yourself in a position to where you decide that you're worth 100% of your own time, 100% of your focus. Um, whatever it is that you are trying to produce from you, find time to work towards it. Yeah. And so we, we just, we don't do it. We, we take time out for everything else to grow every other aspect of, of our lives, but we don't, we don't, we're not growing ourselves. We grow other aspects of other people's businesses and, and other people's ministries. But what are you doing to grow you? That's important. What are you doing to prepare yourself for the marriage of your future? Mm, say that. Yeah. So, so what steps have... are you taking? Yeah. We have to, so we have to take time um, developing ourselves. And you, let me say this: it's not necessarily about how long the time. It's it's about the quality of the time because some people can get married at twenty, stay and stay married, or eighteen, nineteen, and stay married for fifty years. So it's not about the length of time; it's about the quality of time that you spend. How intentional we are in in developing, I don't want to say the skills, the, but the right stuff in us to do what's needed in marriage. And that doesn't mean that we're going to have it all worked out because when you get in the marriage, you best believe because it's the institution of marriage, something's going to happen. Something's right. going to throw you for a loop. Something's going to come up in the wind. You're like, I never thought that would happen. Or yep. something's going to come up that you said, I hope this never happens. <laughs> right. You have to be prepared for it. Have you ever had that happen, Dancia? Yes. <laughs> I was like, what in the world? See, this is what I said I wasn't going to deal with, and here it is in my face. You know? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yeah. And so, and so expect the unexpected. Be prepared. But once you've, when you've gotten to a place to where you've perfected that, uh, maybe not perfected, but you've worked on that communication, things that come up don't hurt so much. Mm, wow. And so, yeah, when you 
when you're at a place to where you're open and honest, where you where you know what to expect in marriage. You know that it's not all it's not all rainbows and daisies. You're going to have the the ups and downs. Expect the downs. How are we going to grind through the downs? What do you do when you're at times of conflict? How do you heal? Do we go to bed angry? Does that work for us? What? Making sure that you're prepared as you can be on your way in is important. Wow. 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 I want to read something real quick, and we're going to get ready to close. Um, and it's 1 Corinthians 13. And this is what we need to go into when we're thinking about thinking about um, who our spouse is going to be. And so it's 1 Corinthians 13, the fourth chapter. And listen to this. We say we love someone, but here it is. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. This is crazy to me. And I you know, I read this now and I'm like, God, I was all of this. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up and never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. So we have to ask ourselves, can we love like this? Or do we really love her? Do we really love him? Because if you do, we're going to be patient and kind. We're not going to be jealous or boastful or proud. We're not going to be irritable. We're not going to keep any record of being wronged. That's a hard one for me because I'll be done, jotted it down in a minute. And I'll bring up oh, the ninth We're going to get you an eraser. <laughs> I have an eraser now, and I praise God for that. But that the dancia, let me tell you, would have kept the record. <laughs> <laughs> I it think, never gives uh, up. We we every everyone knows the scripture. Everyone knows it. Um, we we've, we've all heard it, and you think about it when you're on your way to the wedding. But right. how often do you go back over it um, afterwards? I think. I, look, I promise you that if you recite that every day, you will have a more successful marriage. Oh wow! Oh wow! <laughs> then had you not, that is that is that is huge. Think yeah. about how much more successful your marriage will be if you were reminded of the principles of marriage, of the mm-hmm. principles of love every day. Mm-hmm. I love it. Because love sometimes it. we forget. Sometimes mm-hmm. we're just, we're so busy with everything else. We don't realize, oh, maybe, maybe mm-hmm. I was at fault. Maybe I was being boastful. Maybe I, yeah. So it's just yeah. a check in your spirit mm. that I think, I think would be uh, extremely, extremely beneficial to consider reviewing every day. Love it. Post it up. I love it. I love it. Biblical scandals, y'all. We're going to close this out. I know it's pretty quick, but we want to close this out, give you something just to think about. Maybe we'll pick this up another time and take your calls, take your requests, and take your um, questions. I guarantee you there will be an answer. If it's not an answer while on the broadcast, there'll be an answer um, later on for you. So make sure to tune in. Come to Kingdom Authority, Kingdom Empowerment Incorporated. And also check out Biblical Scandals every fourth Sunday of every month. We'll try to give you some more Facebook Live stuff because I'm really getting a lot of feedback about those. And we thank you all um, for checking those out. Look at Coach Tim's 
Facebook page, Coach Tim, just that, Coach Tim. And she um, has some wonderful insights that she posts on there. You need to tap in. I'm telling you, you can't do this on your own. And the more, the Bible talks about in Proverbs, getting great counsel helps you to be successful. The people that have great counsel are successful. So if you're trying to do it on your own, in your own mind, in your own head, let me tell you something, you're going to lack what really God has in store for you, what he really has in store for you. So don't do it. I did it for years and I'm telling you, it don't work. So right. stop thinking successful that you have people answers. Say that again. Aren't afraid to ask successful people, aren't afraid to ask for help. Ooh, I love that. It's true. And, and you know, it took 40 some years for me to learn it, but I got it now and I'll go quick, quicker with it. I, I get, um, let me put this, it has sped up my um, ability to get things accomplished. Oh, that's good. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. I just thought about that. It really has. And so, um, and, and Coach Tim helps me to do that. So get some help. Don't forget 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. That's a powerful, powerful lesson. Um, Coach Tim, before we sign off for today, um, do you, is there anything else you want to say for tonight? I just wanted to do a little plug in. Um, I am doing No More Masquerade on December 15th. It will be held at Big Heart Coffee. And what it is, is um, it's a, it's a workshop, social uh, networking event to where you can just sit down, um, talk about your goals, figure out what it is you're really planning on doing in 2019, um, handing out planners, and then we'll sit down and talk about how to plan out your day, your week, your year to make sure that the goals that you set forth years and years ago, we actually get them accomplished and done in 2019. Um, so come out. The cost is $35. I promise you it is an event you do not want to miss. Um, Dancia said at the beginning of the broadcast that it is December, um, so we should be getting in a place to where we are prepping for 2019. Think of this as your head start. You got, what is it, what, today's the second? I don't know what it is, but really, um, you've got yes. a few weeks to prep yourself for 2019. So don't take this time in vain. Don't, don't wait for January before you get the jump on your future. Do it now. Yeah, so jump in, take the big leap, radical leap this for 2019. Uh, listen, mm-hmm. I've already got um, my ticket for for um, no no is it no more masquerade no masquerade no more masquerade no yeah. more masquerade. So what that means is we're taking off the mask. We we're yeah. done with the front. Um, we're in a place now where we want to pre- pre- prepare ourselves yeah. to become the person that we're portraying to the rest of the world. That's good. So let's take That's off good. the mask. Let's put in the work and let's become these people. Let's become these versions of ourselves that we put out there to, to everyone else. Let's get real. Yeah. And you can go to Eventbrite to get that um, to get that information. Listen, don't forget to check out Kingdom Empowerment Incorporated under the heading of Reverend Dr. Donna Ganny. You don't want to miss the powerful insights that are given throughout this particular um, station on Blog Talk Radio. It is insightful. It will help you to grow. It will help you to succeed. It will help you to understand. So don't forget to check those out. And as well as my broadcast, Kingdom Authority, every Sunday night at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Night. So we're going to close out tonight. Thank you for joining Biblical Scandals with Coach Tim. I am your host, Reverend Dancia Jones-Morris, known as Dancia. Don't forget to check out the Facebook page, Dancia Jones-Morris. You're missing out on some very good things on that page. God bless you, and have a wonderful night. Amen.